Good people of Los Angeles, tonight on the FCFC pod, we have absolutely no one in the backyard with us. That's right. Special episode. Josh, Slim, Dweez, coming to you live from our usual hangout, talking about some stuff that we usually don't talk about. We, we let you guys fill in, peek behind the curtain a little bit, see what's going on in our screwy little minds, what we're up to, what we think is good and delicious in Los Angeles. We mostly talked about Koreatown, Korean food, which is, let's be honest, that's the best place to eat in the city anyways. Hey. And we talk about uh, a lot of different music and a lot of different movies and a lot of different TV shows we've been watching. We've been cut keeping up on a lot of cultural stuff guys <laughs> things you've grown used to hearing on the pod from our guests now you're hearing it, <laughs> now you're hearing it from us <laughs> we're also why did you come up so aggressive right because there? because because we had a guest cancel and that was the only reason we did this the truth comes out and we also hit a little bit of a, a new tea this time we got some japanese sencha on the docket which sencha. is pretty was which is pretty interesting and talk about Josh's family trip coming up. If you're interested in Josh's life, which we know you are, and all those special ladies out there, all those special ladies out there wondering where Josh is next, tune in. And ladies and gentlemen, as per usual, we are back in the backyard of Dweezy's Place in Expo Park. The helicopters are hovering. There's cars rolling by, random noises, dogs barking. And I got a potty mouth and I'm gonna use it. So if you're somewhere where you feel like profanity shouldn't be heard, don't listen. That's what it is. Stupid ass motherfucker, stupid. Soap and pot. Soap and pot. Welcome to the FCFC pod, where two scholars and a dickhead look at the world through a black and gold tinted lens. We are your host this evening. Sitting across from me, as usual, in a bucket hat, Big Dweez is in the house. Hey. What's up, y'all? And to my left, per usual, Mr. Sexy Time, a.k.a. Mr. John Thick. Hey. But he's lost lost a little bit of weight, gone ke- ketosis for a while. Yeah. The, Mr. That, Josh Josh Spice is in the, the backyard this evening. The ass is still there, so don't worry about that. Like this. And we're doing something different, guys. Our guests don't give a shit about us and canceled on us last minute. So we're chilling in the backyard with just the two scholars and a dickhead. Hey! Los Angeles, California is a place we know and love. And on this episode, we're excited to tell you guys about... The best places, the best things. I should just our, put a disclaimer. The, our, our favorite things. Yes. They're not the best because there's too much shit in LA. No, they're the best because we wouldn't okay, go there fine. otherwise. All right, all right. <laughs> you, you're going to be in the area back today. I'm with it. <laughs> um, yo, first and foremost, it's summertime. Coming to a close, y'all. Time to get your last drinks in. This is the... 155 hour at the bar right now and you better get your last order in where's the where's you guys favorite place to get a drink in the city okay cocktail cocktails so if you're downtown 
you got to go to Broken Shaker Rooftop Bar. I know rooftops are a little little sus nowadays, but this one I think sets the right mood and atmosphere. It's not too serious about itself. Um, it's part of the Freehand Hotel. Wait, um, Freehand Hotel? Wait, don't they have a bar downstairs? They do have a bar on, on the, the lobby floor as well. Wait. What? They've got a specialty tea cocktail <laughs> menu. Wait, let me bring it back to tea right from the beginning. Emen, my girl who fixed it up with the oh, Phoenix shoot. oolongs, she supplies tea to their oh. downstairs tea bar cocktails, of which I've never had but know much about. Incredible. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, how Broke. is that so on brand for you? This is wild. Break, break some shakers. Oh, right now, I live here. for the synchronicities of it all. Oh, you know? my God. That's a beautiful thing. It's just thing. like a... In sync, bro. Are we are we just growing our chemistry right now? We are as as, as hosts as as Broken podcasters. Have you, have you been there, Broken Shaker? I don't really drink cocktails much. You don't. What about when you did? Where could you catch Slim just like ordering that last? To, well, if I'm ordering a cocktail, it's usually because I'm, sure. a, I'm on a date. I really, we gonna talk about your dating life today? Or? No, no, no. There's not that much of it, <laughs> so not much to talk about. We have uh, about an hour to talk. Sure, that would take about thirty seconds. <laughs> Where you at, Slim? Hello, goodbye. <laughs> um, as far as cocktails, I there used to be one not even in LA. Like I used to go to one in Fullerton called Puzzle Bar, but it closed down. Mm-hmm. Um, Why do all the best things close? Holy shit, I don't know. Because they're too niche. And that's what makes them good, and that's and that, why they can't survive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're so, just saying we're at we're at the. The, the pinnacle of everything where everything we love is niche because everything we love is beautiful and specific to ourselves hey everything we love is a sunset bro it's going away alright oh, dude man. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you guys today but <laughs> hey, so, <laughs> sober pod that's why hey so uh, the good luck bar did you guys ever go there no right off that? sunset and uh, kind of border between Los Feliz and Silver Lake Mm-mm. they the would make these drinks well. inside of like these different plastic Strange cups uh-huh. that were like it's sort of like tiki style. It's Benny near Thrifts. Tiki Tea. You know where Tiki Tea's at? It's further down on Sunset. So those two like would be like hand in hand with like the tiki drinks. Yeah. And what's funny is I still haven't tried. Shout out to Jimmy. He's got his tiki bar down at the Beer Belly in Long Beach, which yes, I haven't been to yet. But tiki drinks are the ultimate like hit or miss for me. There's like the ones you'll have where you're just like, it's either like you know it's too sweet. It tastes like sunscreen or you know whatever it's just like I don't know what I'm this isn't yeah, this yeah. isn't even like liquid I oh, might as well like this might this might you come out you get diabetes before you get drunk exactly <laughs> but then there's like proper like good I don't know enough about tiki culture I'm probably like shitting on all the people who know all about tiki culture of which I am not I do not count myself among but those two tiki bars were always reliable however good luck closed tiki tea is still open and it has the weird quality of being able to smoke indoors at that bar because technically you're not indoors because there's like a weird hole in the roof that allows you to smoke in there i don't know if that's still the case shout out spot bar in uh koreatown which is at least three years ago was one of the last few cigarette smoking bars areas where people just lighten up sh- smoking a dart you know and just it's just uh kind of smoking a dart what smoking is smoking a, a dart? dart what the fuck is smoking it's, a dart a dart is like a cigarette oh is that like a australian thing i think i was into an australian like an podcast Aust- <laughs> so it was like, <laughs> yeah. it was like smoking a dot in the back you know so the only thing i think about back. when i think of dart is like blue darts where people like fart and put a match 
you know, and it oh, creates it's called like blue darts. Blue dart, yeah. No, white <laughs> people so are snappy. wild. <laughs> I think mean, it's a camping. Branding. I think it's a camping, very like camping. Blue. Dart. I don't think I've ever heard that phrase outside of the camping gotcha. universe. Interesting. Well, we're, well, we're, we're learning a, a lot of new things today, guys. Yeah, we good. got dots in Australia. We got dots. Blue dart challenge from the FCFC park. Yeah. Wait. So tiki time. Tiki time. Tiki time. Tiki time. And then and then. Uh, oh, Tiki Time. Tiki, tiki time, time in podcast. the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But Tiki Tai is the name of the bar. I'm not sure how to pronounce Dude, it. Dude, another good thing that closed down was in Seal Beach, where I, I, I used to work close to, and there's a Tiki Bar, Don's Beachcomber, which is like a legendary on PCH strip. And after like 20 years of just like being like this like low key, like luau themed, spam masubi, tiki drink spot, just closed out of nowhere, and it's empty right now. Wild, huh? All just, my favorite things close. So. Let's name. So, what are your? What are some of your favorite things that have closed, man? Recently, just in the last five years. Okay, so you want to do this? Bar C. Did you guys ever go to Bar C? It was in Honda Plaza, right near Sushi Gen. Okay. In Little Tokyo. Okay. Across from Tea Master. Oh, wasn't that the one that like they the used fuzzy to... walls with the crazy drink? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they used they to like, like with the maids. Yeah, the Japanese maids. Yeah. There we go. Taiwanese owner would make this incredible beef noodle soup. Oh. Some of the best bar food I ever had in my life uh-huh. has the has the walls all furry and weird and mm-hmm. shit like it's mm-hmm. like you really are in Tokyo. It was like a super oppressed Japanese person that decided to break free. Yeah, even <laughs> though yeah, but it was like this Taiwanese this Taiwanese couple Listen. that owned it, and they were like they were just they were there forever, and they were G's yeah. about it. Yeah, that and, shit was uh, cool. Their drinks were cheap, man. It was like you could get like a four or five dollar beer. What was the drink called? The Flaming Lamborghini. Oh god, oh, the, no Voltron. Yeah, there's no. It's called the uh, the Gravitron. Gravitron. Uh, yeah, the Gravitron. Which didn't is, you have to sign a waiver? Or some I think shit? so. And there's also there was that's also like a carnival ride, you know, right, like the right. Gravitron. But anyways, and then they also like spank you on your birthday and all that yeah. stuff. And you'd bring your friend. Can you there choose who spanks you, or is it this? No, kind? they just like they actually like, whack you pretty hard. Yeah, with well, the, the you know the like kind of flimsy pool that has like a leather strap at the end that the dominatrix is used to do the spanking. You know what I did? You do the yeah. spanking. <laughs> <laughs> so the, I mean, the best part about it was. No, the drinks, it, closed, dude. it was its own weird place, yeah, you know, and yeah. it, it was its own self. It wasn't doing nothing that it didn't want to. I mean, it, Food it, was delicious. Yeah. And the drinks were cheap. Now it's called Mermaid, and it's just a, like, this bar could be anywhere, you know? Like, it has no... There's nothing special about it. No. Could, it could be in any part of the city. It has nothing to do with anything. It's not really related to Little Tokyo either. Not that that's, like, the most important thing, why I liked that bar, but I did just, I just liked its flavor. And then, what else closed recently that I, I really messed with? There's something. I mean, Beer Belly, obviously in Koreatown. Yeah. Damn, I can't really think of any right now. Off top. No, there was a. Damn, there was like two or three closures. Oh well, obviously Low End Theory closed last year. Like that was not the physical location. The airliner's still open, but the the monthly no longer exists after 12 years. And then there was. What? Ah, Line Hotel. Once they stop having the ratchet ass Koreans pull up. Right. Once they changed up all their stuff, that was. The but end. it's still open as it was. No, uh, it's so more of a hotel lobby now, right? The hotel lobby doesn't turn into a ratchet ass club on the weekends anymore. Um, that was, you know, it's just where everyone would end up at the end of the night. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Sachi, a restaurant Sachi worked for for a while called Wa just closed about two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and it was like one of the Nobu Sushi Matsuhisa graduate dudes um he ran that place i think for like 12 or 16 years 
I'm not a huge fan of fusion sushi, but yeah. this dude made this like uni caviar with gold flakes. It was like the most Hollywood thing you've ever had in your life, but it was also phenomenal. Like if you liked fusion sushi at all, right, this was right. like the spot. Only like three or four tables and the sushi bar, really small. And yeah, they just close to. So it wasn't like a Guy Fieri fusion. It was like straight up like this is like it's like it's like it's very things. like you know like Peru. I think Peruvian Japanese food like informed like a lot of like the Nobu dishes. I think he Did spent I think he spent time in Peru actually, uh-huh. and like some of those flavors like made their way into like what we now know as like fusion sushi in the mm. states, and spicy mayo. Yeah, yeah, and like all that sh- you know all that shit, but. Um, Obviously, for traditional sushi, Sushi Gen's the spot, though. Have you guys been to Sushi yeah. Gen? Sushi yeah. Gen is sushi, amazing. The lunch, dude. Their lunch, ben, yeah, their lunch box yeah. is fucking amazing. On next level. Yeah. Wait, so let's let's Don't get right into the controversial one. What's the best Korean barbecue? That's hard to say yeah. because well, Koreans, we can give some caveats. We can hey, give some of your favorite. Say it's been a while. What's the best Pandulce truck? <laughs> that's right, the one that goes down <laughs> our our block every that's, time we pass. That's tough to say because there's just. Well, give me some caveats then. Right, Cer- for, certain ones you like for certain the, things. The best quality for all you can eat is probably going to be Ugu. Yeah. Right. Always come. Also, always come also going to be the most expensive. But as far as quality, where's, where's that one at? Eighth, eighth in like Kenmore area, I think. Okay. Yeah, it's just right in the smack, the smack middle of everything. But that's like that's the that's the qualification, right? It's like, I really think of L.A. Korean barbecue as all you can eat because all you can eat does not really exist in the way that it does here at the price point that it does here, and um, like in New York, an all you can eat place becomes like a scene because like even for forty dollars for all you can eat, it's like an experience kind of thing. Right? Yeah. But here it's like there are there are awesome. there are places you can go to like $15 all you can eat. Yeah. Yes. Right? So yeah. the $15 all you can eat is going to be your intro to Korean barbecue. Right. If you're Star. if you're talking about Southern California and sushi, it's like the kabuki. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's where you're going to like figure out all right, like what kind of fish do I actually or like? Or sushi stop. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. And then you'll probably go to a little bit more of the expensive Korean all you can eat Korean barbecue spots like Ubuk or Road to Seoul. Yeah. Um then the next level would be like the more trendy spots like uh, Quarters. Quarters and Kangodong. Um What about parks? Where do we stand on parks? Parks is like a, a novelty. It's it's if I told you guys right now I'm like, Dewey's just got paid. Someone sponsored the pod. Big, big money, no whammy. And we're gonna go eat Korean barbecue. Where would we go if just the three of us? Like, we just want to have the best meat, yeah, yeah. the best. I mean, there's also like super chip. Yeah, which is chip. like, like they uh, do everything by charcoal. Everything's cooked out over coal. Yeah, uh, at your table. Um, that's good too. There's also like a new one. I forget what it's called. Magal. No, Bagal is a little older. Okay. But Bagal is pretty good quality. Bagal quarters and and uh, Kangodong are probably in the same brand. Gotcha. But Parks is kind of like the OG institution, no? Yeah, About- Park, it's Parks. the one you walk into and they have all the all yeah. the celebrities from Korea that yeah. come in and they're having yeah, the pictures on the I wall. Yeah, I guess I guess Parks would be kind of with that group. What's, what's the Kalbi chip on Olympic, the famous one? Now I'm forgetting the name. Chosun? Yeah, so Chosun Kalbi is like the. It it's a, it, you never miss with it. It's just expensive. yeah, it's just overly. Bougie, yeah, unnecessarily bougie. Right, right. It's it's meant to be. I think we only have kalbi, which is like the marinated short rib stuff that I think LA is really known for on celebration stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So like, 
don't know weddings. Yeah, there's certain there's certain Korean barbecue spots that you only go to for like yeah like certain weddings, yeah. anniversaries, birthdays. And there's probably certain Korean barbecue spots that you only go to for certain cuts of meat that are some are better than others. Yeah, would you oh, say for that? Sure. For yeah, sure, for sure. Um, like, what's the spot? One, one pot spot, like, maybe. special. Honey Pig's good, or like eight. 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 That yeah. was what I was thinking of. They yeah. do like, so they do like strips of pork belly, right? Which is very common in all kind of Korean barbecue, but they'll marinate it with different things. And it's like, it's it's fairly I think trendy. It's eight different flavors, that's why they call right. it eight. Mm. And in Korea in general, because there's not enough, um, you know, land out there for cattle, uh, the main barbecue out there is pork. Right. So. Like you only have beef in Korea on like special occasions, right? So the main like, the main thing that LA Korean barbecue brought to the table probably more on the beef front. Yeah, like, like the beef brisket mm-hmm. that's really popular. Yep, um, is is very LA. What but, about and galbi galbi so in, LA, in Korea as well is. So what's funny is, galbi usually comes in like the bones a little longer, and then mm-hmm. it'll the meat will be stretched out from there. But we all know kalbi as like the three bone and like thinly sliced kind of, right? So that that's actually called LA kalbi. Mm-hmm. LA has its own cut of of that short rib right. meat. Have uh, you guys had it in Korea? Yeah. Which is better? I mean, I gotta say that with kalbi, it might be better in yeah, LA because of that yeah. over the better cows maybe or the more. They're probably just willing yes. to put more sugar and yeah. shit into our meat. And this is the oppressed <laughs> Korean talking, but like it's actually kind of burdensome to eat beef, like what Sam was saying in uh, Korea, just because like you know your your relatives are taking you out somewhere really nice to to be like, oh, this is like an occasion that you're here yeah. because it's so damn expensive. And so in terms of actually enjoying enjoying food, food like that, it's yeah. like yo, hit me with the the pork spot in the alley, like where you got to sit on these little like. Stool, plastic stools that could be used in a bathhouse. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, that, those, okay. those are my spots. Okay, okay, so ev- I'm sure most people who listen to this podcast have had Korean barbecue at some point in their lives. But if they're not, what's the best place to eat in Koreatown Korean food that's not Korean barbecue? Uh, your favorites, or some of your favorites. So, what was your homie's place that we almost like Dewey's to that time? Chang'an Yeah Chang'an Denzang Like they do super OG Like home cooked stuff Right so a lot of stews And yeah. a lot of um, Koreans are more known For our soups mm-hmm. So there's always like uh, What we call Solongtang Yeah Which is just beef Ox bone Like it's beef white Beef bone yeah. broth soup uh, I will maintain That's the ultimate hangover, hangover Yeah uh, What's the yeah. What's this There's a chick Sanggaitan The chicken Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, uh, that's more of a On Olympic Like near Gulagetsa There's this place That's green It's got a green sign I feel like It's not called Healthy spot But they have like All these like Yeah And they I have these you, yeah, the, yeah. you know that spot Yeah 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 <sighs> I haven't eaten there But I think Sanggaitan in, in our Collective understanding is It's meant to be Healthy food Which is why mm. it's funny It's called healthy spot Because it's like It's supposed to be like It's what we Like Koreans Eat in the summer do you it's guys fuck with it? Food. Huh? Do you, yeah. do you like it? Yeah. It's a little bit of a pain in the ass to eat. Right. But other than that, it's, it's, it's good. I think Korean food has this thing where um, you're meant, in terms of at least the broth stuff, unless you're going really heavy in the jjigae stew department, is like, you're supposed to feel clean. It's a clean full after, right? And so that's mm-hmm. Hangitang, I think, and Tsalongtang are the, the more... Um, they are the kind of purest examples of that, where it's just like, you're meant to be like, it's not going to jack up your day. It's not greasy. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, just in general, I know what non-Koreans are going to like, so you guys would want to hit up Sunnongdan, S-U-N-N-O-N-G-D-A-N, yeah. and they have, like, a braised uh, beef rib or oxtail. Galbi jin. Galbi jin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Galbi jin, right? 
with the cheese on top with the blowtorch. Yeah, yeah. They throw some cheese on top and blowtorch. Leave the cheese off it, man. Leave the cheese out of this. So that's the thing with Koreans too. Is like with a lot of spicy stuff, they love throwing mozzarella cheese on it. Yeah, to kind of soften the. the Yeah, like that's like a thing in Korea. Anything spicy, that's kind of has like a spicy sauce to it. They'll they'll have. They'll have an option to throw some cheese on there. And for anyone else, like in Koreatown, I think one one huge category of food is Korean Chinese food, right? Which is like our comfort comfort food. It's like it's our version of pizza. It's like a yeah. food that in Korea you'll eat it more from delivery than you will like at the Absolutely. restaurant. Right, right. What kind of what kind of dishes are on that? What kind it's of? just uh, jajangmyeon, which is black bean noodle. Right. Um, black but it's bean. like it's. I, I was reading about this. Like people, even like someone like Jonathan Gold trying to explain this, and it doesn't really. You when you hear black bean noodle, it doesn't really. It's like no, it doesn't. It doesn't sound appealing. And when you first right, look right. at it, it doesn't look appealing. It's just no. It's just black sauce over noodles. But yeah. it's amazing. And when I go to Korea, that's one of the first things I'll, I'll try to eat. Right, right. Well, my, my, my pop was talking to me like early on just about, I was like, why why can't we make this at home? He's like, oh, this is the, it's like, called like pulmat, which is like, what do you get when it's like, you only like, cook something on really high heat and maybe probably a wok or something you know and it's like this like the char or whatever the smokiness comes out of it but like that's really I think synonymous with Korean Chinese food and um, those places are everywhere in K-Town just cause like that's a big community and it's, they've made a lot of money what are, the, what are the other dishes you got the black bean noodle you got so you have like, like quintessential and just Korean Chinese seafood noodle soup yeah you have a sweet like sour fried. pork. Yeah, Mongolian uh, beef. If you want to get into more of the the entree entree dishes over there, and then the kung pao shrimp. Yeah, kung pao shrimp, uh, which also you can only afford on special occasions, yeah, and graduation yeah. stuff. They got. I mean, those are the main things actually. Right, mm-hmm. but there's like a there's a tradition in Fried Korea. Dumplings. There's like a jajimian day for all uh, because it's like a really messy dish. You don't look really too pretty. Oh uh, yeah, so it. for I think on Valentine's Day, yeah, if so you don't have a Valentine, it's you jajimian go eat jajimian. All the single folk are yeah, in, yeah. in jajimian just like places. Stuff in their yeah, faces, just yeah. stuff all your over face, get all disgusting. Yeah, it's just it, it would be like if you're single on Valentine's Day here, like they'd say like pizza day. Yeah, and yeah. All the single people would go eat pizza pretty awesome heck yeah we need that here if that existed here what would you eat there might be less shootings if we did that <laughs> so all those lonely ass people have someone to fucking eat with that's what I'm saying messy bean noodles will save everything no I, I honestly like I don't stray too far away from that man if I find Josh on a lonely ass day he'll be eating jajangmyeon to, to the end of the bowl so your Korean drama looking ass would be eating some jajangmyeon on a lonely fucking <laughs> to be day. fair it's like a Filipino Chinese drama looking ass right now it's, uh, <laughs> yeah I'm out here just eating, eating jajangmyeon to uh, my heart's content I'm just you know what at first it was gonna be a whole LA thing, but I'm just gonna make it Koreatown. What's the best non-Korean food in Koreatown? Oh, <laughs> what, what are some of your like, what are your, some of your favorite? Oh, all right, spots? some staples that people love from Koreatown are probably gonna be um, Mario's Peruvian food. Yeah. If you guys don't know what that is, if you've never been to a Peruvian spot, hit one up. Find one that has a good lomo saltado. Uh, Mario's is a little outside of K-Town though, right? It's like A little bit. It's yeah. I guess it's a little more midtown. But I, K-Town people are freak, like there yeah, they all frequent the time. It. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like taco trucks galore. Old school Koreans even know about El Torino, but our parents' generation used to call it Hoover Taco. Hoover Taco. Hoover Taco. <laughs> what about Akka, man? Akka's Yeah, nice I was about level. to say Akka. Akka Grill. Yeah, I, I love Akka Grill, man. That's that's another comfort, comfort food spot. It's that's like true. run by... Um, Korean uh, Korean people who live in Argentina and so they took like the asado and mm. chorizo and 
I, and I've heard from Argentinian people that it's not quite as authentic, authentic. But I, of course, yeah, it's, I love I that mean, stuff. It's like yeah. it, it, there's a little bit of an overlap there. That's like that. One of the few few things that can just like makes me happy, dude. On the on the spot, dude. Always is gonna hit the spot. No, no matter what. I think you got you got to put a, the Colombian spot in there. Escala? Yeah. Yeah. They got some decent. They got some decent eats in there. Great. That, great that dude, Sunday brunches. To that turn dude's kind of yeah. similar story, right? Like he's a Korean guy who grew up in Bogota. Yeah. Columbia, yeah, yeah. Out here. Mm-hmm. It's, I think about Escala as always. You need to be drinking. Yeah. With with food as a yeah. Food is kind of a pairing with that. I agree. And not something anything too crazy, but it, you always drinking something. You can drink that Aguila. Yeah. Uh, Colombian beer. Fuck with Castle's hamburgers. Yeah, now they're like expanding like crazy because of how popping how popping it is in uh, Cape Town. Mm-hmm. They got one in downtown right now too. But um, yeah, yeah. Well, I, what other? Non- I mean, it's still kind of Korean, but like Korean fried chicken spots are amazing. Yeah. What's no, the no. best one? What's what? Or I shouldn't say best. I know we're not we're straying away from the word best. Sure. Here. But like, what's I'm, your? I mean, Kyochan Kyochan was always my shit. Korean fried chicken is good. That's the name of the spot, right? Which one is that one? It's called Korean fried chicken. Where, where is that? <laughs> I forget. But I mean, there's Obi Bear. Obi Bear is always like the, that's a, like the institution over there. I honestly, I've been thinking about this one recently, just because it keeps coming up. But uh, I'd say like BBQ chicken. Yeah, I BBQ know, is yeah. probably the most consistent. Yeah, for sure. There's a weird thing because this is important. Like, there's a lot of chicken spots that just can't hit the same amount of um, taste level mm-hmm. as as what I had last week. You know. But that's pretty crazy. For my peoples around um, Cerritos and, and South LA, there's a spot off uh, Pioneer called Bunker 21. Really good fried Korean fried chicken. We, we're everywhere, guys. We're everywhere. Korean fried chicken. Do you guys fuck with Thai food at all? Hell yeah. What? Give me give me some of the Slim and Josh Thai picks. So I've I've really been. Um, so a, a, a co-worker of mine who was Thai was like oh my god you live in K-Town I love going to Isan Street Station which is right, right on, right, on right. Uh, Western. Western like way down there by um, Beverly and so yeah that place is really solid it feels like super super to authentic. me Thai food for the most part I don't come across too much bad Thai food so I just Whatever's local, but if you guys are ever in Vegas, hit up Lotus of Siam. Lotus of Siam, man, that's oh, what's what's special about God, that. Hey, they opened everything. like a new. They changed their location. Recently. Yeah, their their they, first one is being remodeled, so it's not even open right now. Yeah. The other one is on Flamingo. You, and it's new. It's like this fancy. I yeah, went in there. Yeah, you either have to make a reservation time. or you have to like yeah, wait we had in the bar. line within the first ten minutes of them opening. Yeah, we were at the bar. Um, Lotus of Sam's next level. Yeah, man. Well, everything from just like their not so authentic stuff, like their garlic prawns to you know their pad kimao yeah. to to whatever curry to their, their more northern Thai cuisine stuff, which is a little different than what you'll normally get at Thai restaurants right, that, right. that you frequent. Um, like the duck panang curry. Damn, boy. You know, I do this. I got fluffy on purpose, everybody. You know what I mean? It's a lot of hard work and dedication <laughs> to this thickness. That's funny. Well, I'm not, I'm not thick and I'm not fluffy, but I did follow my fluffy, thick boy, John Gold, a lot when he was out in this in this world. In Rest in Jitla, peace. Jitla da, man. Jitla yeah. da up on Sunset. But, you know what's good there? The burger. Oh, the jazz burger, like <laughs> the, the lady that it's just the patty and it's okay. cooked with like Thai spices. It's basically like more or less like a like a Smart it's a bite. beef patty that has all the Thai spice in it. There's no bun or anything like that, which is phenomenal. And yeah. everything on the I mean, dude, like the mango red snapper, like get that shit like 
and all like the, all the salads, like all the. They, they have like specific things there at Jilada that I hadn't ever seen before. Yeah. Um, that like every time I'll try something, it's like some stupid thing. A lot thing. of people fuck with pot ward for like your your spicy tom yum noodle stuff. Yeah. Um, Where's that? It's around Hollywood, I think. Gotcha. In in Thai town. It's the, some of my favorite soups is Thai soup. Uh, if you guys are feeling a little adventurous and fuck with, you know, like some sour soup, m- my favorite Thai soup is Tom Kak Kai. Yeah, the coconut version. Yeah, chicken. Cook. Chicken, coconut milk, lemongrass. It's a little crazy, but it's Lady. good. Lady. If you fuck with soup and curry and noodles, you gotta get the cow soy. I don't know if you guys ever fuck with cow soy. It's Never like the northern that. northern Thai. I think it's like a Chiang Mai dish. It comes with uh, like soft noodles, soft egg noodles, and then on top there's crispy noodles with like chicken and it's a curry. Yeah. And it's just like this. There's two or three <laughs> Did spots. This just turned into a fucking food episode. Well, it kind of did. Yeah, yeah. There's, right. there's two or three spots that really do it well. And um, one of the, I forget if it's Night, night Market or Song, like yeah, the two, yeah. you know. The, the ones that everyone goes to, one of those two makes it. But the better one, in my opinion, is Spicy Barbecue on Santa Monica and Normandy, which is like a, uh, another like smaller spot. Incredible. <laughs> Fix yours, your wagon right up, man. Yeah. So good. <laughs> I just had Wako again, and just like, it's good. Yeah, it's just, katsu. Yeah, just good, uh, yeah, pork pork and chicken guts. I go with the chicken for some reason over there, but it's nice. So you're trying to on Olympic, be all West LA and healthy. You're talking about you're, <laughs> no, talking, about, you're talking about like on Olympic and yeah. uh, Fedora. Well, there's yeah. there's two locations. Oh, okay, there's one in um, right next to uh, Boiling Crab. Yeah, mm. and then I think that's the OG one, and then the newer, larger location is on Olympic and Fedora. Their chicken chicken katsu is next level. Always, always solid stuff. That I mean, yeah, I'm look, we're looking for some new moves, though. I want some new moves in terms of like food. What are you looking for? What are you looking for that you haven't been able to find? I know you got your New um, Jersey ass. You probably got something that you're like, oh, New Jersey, I can get a hamburger, but I can't get it in LA. Uh, first, uh, the thing that will never happen here is uh, bagels. I miss bagels dearly. Um, yeah, bagels aren't very good yeah, here. New York I think they bagels. reopened. They reopened that spot uh, on Beverly, and sort of just north of Westlake. It's called. They shut it down because there was like some fire, like five years ago, and they rebuilt it. That's the best bagel place I've ever had. Oh, for real, Southern California. And now the name's escaping me. I'm gonna look it up on my phone while you guys keep talking about bagels. Look at those Jersey foods. The best chicken and rice spot I've had in the LA area is in the Valley. Uh, it's called New York Chicken and Euro. Hey. But uh, it's pretty fucking fire. New Yorkers call it gyro, but I think we're just doing it wrong. Yeah, you guys are ignorant. <laughs> you know, one thing I, I really, really miss from my East Coast head you guys want to understand is um, Jamaican beef patties. Uh, like the yellow, yellow crust. Like I think the, the the famous brand is Golden Crust, but it's just like, man, that's like the same one people talk about, like getting the chopped cheese at a bodega or something like that. You could probably get a uh, beef patty in the same bodega. They put, um, they'll, like, they'll open it up, like, put hot sauce and like just really put hot sauce all the way in and it's like just walkable snackable food you like when the hot sauce is all the way in all the way in all, right. all just just in there all right in there yeah I but, uh, follow up. yo it's uh it's, it's it's actually called brooklyn bagel brooklyn bagel it's on beverly just north of the westlake 78 man that place has been there since 1978 and then, it, and then it burned down and then it came back to life it's back to life now so get up there y'all you get those day old bagels that are like super cheap as well um, I don't know. What I are some, some New Yorkers that came back? I know as far as the Mexican food world, 
uh, Bedia is is the wave right now. Oh, is it really? Like yeah, like they, actual goat. Uh, no, it's they'll they'll do. It's still beef. I'm sure they have the goat option too. Yeah, yeah. But just in general, like you'll see like more tacos that have like the Bedia yeah, yeah. consomme like cooked onto the tortilla. So yeah. That's Oof. kind of that wave right there's now. There's actually there's actually a decent one. It's a tr- it's a you know stand truck uh, right here on Adams and Crenshaw near Adams and Crenshaw, LA Berea. All right, guys, we're in LA. We got to get to it. What's our f- top five taco spots? I'm just gonna get two fish taco, three fish taco spots out of the way early. Oh wow. damn! You got You're three taking fish three of the spots? five right now. Uh, yeah, for fish. I mean, dude, fish tacos. Come on, and like, so, Marisco. Right, well, there's Marisco Salisco. Yeah, Marisco Salisco. Next level. Mm-hmm. Next level. I've never had anything like that in my life with the, uh, shrimp, the shrimp paste inside. I fuck with a whole a whole box whole bosh. This this one right here in the 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 market near, you know, it's right over. It's right by SC. Um, and they do like both ceviche and really good fish tacos. And actually, best fish tacos in Ensenada. Up on up still, in those fields. Still solid. It's still solid. Yeah. Those three would be my would be my three <coughs> would be my three. Uh, and then I don't know, man. It's it's hard to deny Sonora Town's uh, the tortilla. I still haven't have. tried, so I'm 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 behind on that Sonora Town. I heard the weight is kind of crazy though. The weight is now crazy. I don't know. I don't think it was before, but it was in a documentary, a Netflix documentary. Yeah. And it got a lot of. A lot of heat from that. Shout out Jimmy again because he's hosting. Uh, I think for the whole month, he's hosting a pop up on Saturdays with Tacos 1986 in the old Beer Belly lot, and I think that's gonna be be a big deal for everybody. Um, I really like um, one of the first taco burritos I fell in love with was uh, El Chato on mm-hmm. La Brea and Olympic with a lengua burrito. Mm-hmm. Next level, next level, and they. A lot of people, I think, people. They, uh, I asked them for the tortilla extra crispy. Mm-hmm. I think that changes the entire constitution of uh, the burrito, but I love it. They'll, they'll actually do it for you there. I think Leo, Leo's for uh, for Pastor is really solid. Mm. Where's Leo's at? Um, it's like on Pico and Pico and La Brea. I'm yeah. sure like every all the people listening to this episode right now are just like changing the dial or smacking the dial because they're like, why aren't they talking about Oh yeah, there's dude. just so many damn taco oh, places. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Crazy people will, will also swear by Flamin' too, right? Flamin' is always oh, been a big Cape part. Town, El Flaming is is a staple. Yeah. And there's another El Flaming up on up in Los Feliz or in Atwater. It's a truck, right? Yeah. Okay. Green or I forget the color. Uh, there's a spot in East LA called IX Taqueria, which is probably just nine. Um, but they have these uh, tacos where the tortilla is made of cheese. Oh mm. shoot! So. That's next level. Yeah, that kills it. Best white boy taco. Uh, best white boy crispy taco. Uh, Don Antonio's. They do their Wednesday night taco night. This is like the hard shell? In a, yeah. In a, I mean, it's not like... It's still a me- great Mexican restaurant. Uh-huh. But it's like, you know, it's like that very hard shell, like, yeah, yeah. standard issue. Uh, it's on... It's on Pico in West LA. Okay, so like the hard shell, like the Taco Bell hard shell, is that just not like a Mexican thing at all? Like that just was never that, and then someone was like, this is how we can put it in super. I bet it's a Mex. I'm totally guessing, but I bet it's a Mexican American thing. Gotcha. I bet it's something that happened here and yeah. then maybe they spread just there. Went to Tostada and they were like, oh, hard shell tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Americans. Damn, it's a big one. <laughs> you guys mess with cafes? LA is a pretty, pretty crazy Cafe? work from home cafe scene. Okay, so you're talking about like 
coffee, talking about like coffee. coffees? Yeah, coffees yeah. Oh and... God, what, what are we talking about? Whoa, you trying to talk about coffee on the tea podcast, bro? Bro, come on, I'm, a, I'm, I'm on, the, on the the coffee party over here. Dude. All right, tell tea us about the coffee. I don't know shit about coffee. <laughs> it makes me, it, gets, yeah. it lights me up, bro. If I have a little bit of coffee, you don't want to hang out with me. I'm gonna talk your ear off. I'm gonna piss you off. I'm gonna say some offensive shit. I'm gonna make myself upset. <laughs> By the time it's all over, we're all worse off for it. Um. So there's a. What is it? What am I thinking about? Document Coffee is phenomenal. It's in um, K-Town right off of, um, it's right next, it's very close, to, it's like a block away from the Will Turn, right, right across K-Town Pizza Company, but it's like pretty hip, pretty minimal, but the coffee itself is is awesome. A lot of people like to work there. Um, a more like grungy kind of spot is uh, Cafe Mac, which mm-hmm. I love because um, when I didn't have a job and I was just applying to jobs, I stayed there for like nine hours and no one bothered me. And they serve wine. It's a weird mix. Wine, the coffee is shit. Like, it's so bad. And coffee is like $8. Yeah. They also sell cigarettes there, which maybe it's a running theme of my life. I need to. What's that? What's that bit. weird? There's a weird, like, it's an everything cafe. It's like one of those ones that has, like, you can get boba, you can get, like, desserts, you can get coffee. And it has all these different shapes of chairs. It's just off of uh, Wilshire in Koreatown. That's like. Cafe Concerto? I feel like the building's yellow. I mean, there's like a bunch of those. Cafe Concerto, Yellow House. Yellow House. Um, what's the other one? Like, are any of those, do any of those have great coffee? No. 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 I don't think they, they, and they know their, their market. They want to make like the kimchi fried rice or like a trendy pasta dish and then like just have it be where people yeah, kind of talk and basic. hang out. What about Go Get Em Tiger? Isn't that the one? Go Get Em, isn't that like, kind of like... That's like fourth wave, like all this like espresso snobs or there. I mean, that's in Larchmont, right? The, I think the there's a couple one. of them, but yeah, yeah Larchmont. Uh, there's one now right off of um, Sunset, I think, in Los Feliz as well. But yeah, that's that's also a solid solid coffee right there. Um, but yeah. no Wi-Fi, no yeah. Wi-Fi. And these coffee I, you, places, if, these coffee places all suck at tea. I'm just telling everyone that. It's, yeah, they yeah, try to go they try tea. to make it good, but it's not no, good. No, no. If you need recos for for coffee, like I know, I think I know coffee shops by the important meters, which is like. Wi-Fi speed and um, <laughs> au- less awkward bathroom interactions. If you're going to be there for a while, so yeah, hit, hit me up on the DM if you need if you need the cafe rec. All right, yeah, I don't know enough about coffee to get into that bag. You're not a coffee drinker? Nah. So it's really just weed for you. That's just that's yeah. I kind of use up. weed as my coffee for everything though. It's like that's like it's it's what yeah. Are you, if what I'm, are you drinking if I'm sleepy or yeah. I want to sleep, it's weed. If I'm cranky, it's weed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like tea for if me. I'm about to, you know, be in traffic. Yeah, weed. does it just kind of like equalize like your mood, like completely, just be like, yeah, you makes me not want to kill people. Oh, okay. All right, that's that's actually really helpful. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Give him his weed, man. <laughs> Let him have his. No, weed. It's, I, I, it's I'm not that reliant on. You know, if I need to not smoke for a while, well, because of whatever reason. What about the best weed shop in LA? Ugh. Actually, right now, uh, the newest one and probably the most beautiful shop that I've seen in Southern California is Steezy. Uh, they turned part of their warehouse into a shop now. Uh-huh. And Where's that at? Uh, right in downtown, right next to, right next to Deja Vu. Gotcha. I don't know where it is. Mm-hmm. Off the 101 and uh, Alameda. So if you think now that everything's like legal, like people are really just like... Going to to weed shops for like the experience. Yeah, the experience of like, hey, it's be nice to like just yeah. There's pop definitely in. like depending on where you you're at. Yeah, like your market's gonna be different. Like if you're in 
you know, like Santa Monica or like near Hollywood around Universal, you know what I mean? You're going to yeah. get more of the tourists. So you, you want more of like the novelty items, like the edibles or vapes or, or, or um, like, you know, like lotions. Or, Are the cafes popping up now? Where like, it's like... They will be. I don't know. I, I'm sure that people have gotten licenses for it, but they're still, you know... Because like, we're going to get to that point, right? Yeah. Where it's like weed bars. Well, I was just in uh, San Francisco for a business trip, visiting some shops. Uh, one in downtown is called uh, The Spark, uh, which I think is like, it's it's weed for for homosexuals. Like, that was one of their shirts that, that were over there. Whoa. So I think all their staff is gay and like... Yeah, yeah. They do... It, like that but it, when I walked in it looked like a freaking Starbucks there were volcano vaporizers yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think they're not allowed to consume actual flour in there till after 420 uh, but prior to that you can do all the vaping the, the wax the dabs uh, like as a legal measure or like what's I have no idea. They're just like it's just part of the policy. Well, like it depends on your uh -huh. building too. Certain buildings or certain spaces, if it's too small, then you have to have like a certain type of ventilation. I see. Uh, certain spots, if you're big enough, like a regular ventilation will be fine because it'll dissipate by the time it gets up there. So, yeah, I mean, and the regulations, they're the government's still trying to figure it out too. They don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah, basically. What about the best strip club in LA? Uh, Sam's Off, bro is the only acceptable one to, to go to in LA. All other strip clubs out here are fairly creepy and people are just kind of lurking and trying to figure out who they're trying to get a lap dance from and nobody's really partying. Uh -huh. uh, so that's awkward and that's why I hate Southern California strip clubs. And that's all we'll do on that topic. Beautiful dancing women though. Nothing wrong with little Jumbo's clowner. You ever been? Mm -mm. It's more like a burlesque situation, but pretty awesome. Yeah, actually, uh, Sue told me about that, and she was shocked that I had it been. Shout out to Sue. I'm also shocked. We'll be right back with another random, wonderful discussion <laughs> for your listening ears. Yep. Back here, FCFC Pod, we're talking about fuck with not fuck with our lovely hot topic hot topic scenario where we talk about this shit that we're reading listening to and watching so sam's gonna start off with terrace house as always <laughs> no, i'm not watching terrace house anymore because it comes out next week huh the new season does it yeah tokyo i don't know why the hell i know this. you would know that hey you know yeah. what i'm on terrace house now really oh. and, and i'm ashamed to say it and here's why because i think it's horrible <laughs> but but because I'm still study I'm still trying to study Japanese. The one thing I can't deny, if you're learning a language, you know what's really useful? Repeating the same phrases over and over again, people meeting new people, asking the same kind of questions, your hobbies, like all this stuff. And that's all Terrace House is. It's like a giant, I mean, the comedians come through in those little breaks and they're yeah, breaking yeah. shit down. And like, you know, half the people at the crib are always watching it for the entertainment value. But I will admit, I finally like got over the hurdle I have a tutor like that I do video lessons with, and she was like, you need to watch Terrace House. Yeah, and I was like, fine. Fine, <laughs> I will. But it's actually, you're right, there are there's some entertainment. And the biggest thing about it is it's just relaxing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like a cathartic, like, you, you, you finish watching it and you're not like stressed out like you are when you watch certain types of American TV shows. Yeah, yeah. Which like just, you know, make you more nuts. For Terrace House fans, 
There's not gonna be that many terrace house fans but, in the North. But I'd say, I'd say <laughs> there might be. You, you, you need to know. beg Dweez for an invite to his house because his house is essentially terrace house going on <laughs> it is. in it's a lot of, of different ways. It kind of is, but you know what? What you said about not knowing if there's terrace house fans in the North End. I had no idea there was all these T fans in the North End. I had a guy. I forget his name, but I hope he really is gonna do it. He like offered me some of his like 1998 like specific like poor show. I think it was a show poor cake. He's like he's like, would you take tea if I if I bring you some? Like if it's good tea. And he like started dropping some years and Bro. some names, and I was just like, what? I've been pleasantly surprised with the amount of people in the North End. We got some weirdos out there, all right? And <laughs> weirdos got weird interests, things that don't always align and don't always make sense. Yeah, yeah. And all I'm saying is, you never know. So hey, wait, what are, what are you watching right now, bro? What am I watching right now? I am waiting for the new season Peaky Blinders, which is coming out on Netflix mm. fairly soon. Um, also, another thing coming out is Zach Galifianakis' Between Two Ferns movie that's going to happen. And oh, I love wow. that. I love the web series, so I'm excited for that. Um, How can you make that into a movie? It's going to be, I think... The, the stupid premise is that Will Ferrell is forcing Zach Galifianakis to do like seven Between Two Friends interviews within like a week time span and he's just like traveling across the world like it's like heightened docu-elevated shit but it's it's, it's, it's kind cool. of funny yeah yeah shout uh, out Will yeah, we, shout know out Will. we know you're a huge fan of the pod Will <laughs> sponsor the pod Will Ferrell hey how many TV shows can you watch at a time how many? How many can you be like? I'm watching like this many shows. No, I'm really bad with TV shows. I okay. think I'm, I'm different. Like that one way. or two. Like, yeah, it's just it's got to be it's just got to be one. To okay. be honest, like I can't. I have I have a problem with saying goodbye to TV shows I really love. So like I still haven't watched like the final season of Mad Men. I it took me twelve years to finish Lost. You know, like it just like I have to go back. I still haven't watched finished the last season of The Office. You know, just like things <laughs> that I don't want to say like a complete like absolute farewell to. I'm just like. All right. You yeah, don't want them to end. Yeah, I yeah. still haven't watched the last episode of Game of Thrones. Don't. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. And also, we all shouldn't have wasted our time with that show, yeah. let's be honest. No, After, come on. The last three so years good. were hell. Yeah, and I don't know why I even, hell, yeah. I even bothered. What a fucking waste yeah. of time. Shit, I don't care what you say. You guys are all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Slim, tell us about your watching. Wait, wait, I just watched, I just watched Finish Euphoria. I'm very proud of that because I finished the series. Uh, you guys, Euphoria, I heard Zendaya. It was good. I heard it was good. It was I haven't good. seen it. Yo, these these youths, these teenage youths are going through some stuff, bro. Like they're I can imagine heavy drug use all the time. They just fucking everything that moves, and it's um, they have some emotional problems at a very young age. But I hear so, that youth are having less sex today than ever before. Well, not according to this show. Um, <laughs> sex is on sex is on the rise, my friend. According it's a it's a, bull, it's a bullish market. Let me tell you that. <laughs> all right. But um, I was gonna say something. And I'm forgetting it. It's leaving my imagination and my freaking mind right now. Euphoria, Zendaya, I love you. I the LAFC like, hat on the last post? The LAFC hat was good. No, it wasn't that On the bad. last episode? No, there was like a post on their Instagram. When like someone, like a crew member was wearing LAFC hat, which is dope. Yeah. Whatever. These hats are flying around everywhere. Yeah. I'm not impressed anymore. All right. Well, it's like, where were you two that? years ago, bro? No, I'm just kidding. No, it actually was. Uh, it was I'm watching The Boys on Amazon. Is that the superhero? Yeah. I heard that's freaking twisted. It's pretty You watch some twisted shit, So what's the boys? Break it down. So it's like... Terrace House is your weed. It it balances you out for all the (laughs) No, like, I'm all over the place with shows. I jump around a lot. Um, So the boys is about superheroes, and it's like, just like a different perspective, like, of how 
douchey superheroes could be if they were real. Right. If they were in our universe. Yeah. Like, this is how yeah, they would how be. big of pieces of shits they could actually be. Right. So if I don't like superhero movies, is it the type of show for me? Yeah. I think the plot is actually actively trying to murder superheroes, right? Like Something these like average that. people trying to be like, how do we just, how do we just check it out? It's just yeah, like the the first episode is just like this girl finally becomes like, you know, like the six or whatever is like the the top superheroes in the world mm-hmm. and she becomes one of them and then basically just like gets like Harvey Weinstein oh god like in the first episode yikes um so stuff like that uh that one I I'll jump into old shows like uh, on Hulu I'll watch Married with Children and some Boy Meets World <laughs> are these are these planned in advance are you like no, I'm gonna I sit down and I'm gonna watch that. Boy Meets World are nah. you like are you are you like getting scrolled on and, I'll, I'll, and it'll I'll scroll into like something you. I'm just like I'll just jump out like Mayans I just started and what's funny is right when I started Mayans we went to uh, Cafe Blue remember when yeah. we had our, our mm-hmm. dinner night and uh Peter, who's one of the bartenders over there, got, gets his brains blown out in like one of the episodes in the Mayans. Shout out, Peter. and then uh, Jay Prado uh, was a falconer uh, at the bank. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah I watched. I, I think I watched just the very first episode of Mayans. Don't they go to the cemetery that's right here? On on uh, Is that Normandy, where it was? Normandy. Yeah, it's right here where they're all like they go and meet in the cemetery. And yeah, like yeah. That rumble. was supposed to be somewhere in like Central California. Oh, it's like right up the street. It's uh off. What is it, Washington? Between, it's, it's yeah. opposite Little High School gotcha. on Pico, but uh, by Normandy. Slim, what else are you watching right now? So, all right, so that was Amazon and then Hulu, and then on Netflix, I only watch old shows. So, Friends, um, The Office. When I go to sleep these days, I watch West Wing. Wow. Yeah. A simpler time. Yeah, man. I I did. I never watched West Wing. Uh huh. And people just said it's like as far as political shows, it's one of the best. How is it? How's it holding up? It's pretty good. It's it's not bad. Um, as far as like, all right, let's get into that back. What are some of like I I those appreciate old shows that that you think shows. are the greatest of all time? Kind of like to quote my one of my favorite rappers <clears throat> of all time, Open Mike Eagle. I appreciate the presidential speeches on the West Wing. <laughs> I've never actually watched the West Wing. It's a pretty good show. Um, like, I would say that's is, they say that's one of the best government type shows. Uh, the best cop show I've ever watched is The Wire. Obviously, for I'd sure. Co-sign right? that all day. Yeah, that's kind of man has to have a code, guys. All right, old school family sitcoms. Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince. Yeah. Old school that's family a, sitcoms. That's that's all. That's all I got. That's the one thing that meant the freaking most to me growing up. I think mine would be Fresh Prince and Boy Meets World. Gotcha. I didn't really watch old school family sitcoms. I was watching Sports Center all the time. You didn't. You didn't get down with some Home Improvement, bro. Shout out problematic Tim. I think I, I, think I right skipped now. all the live action. I was either watching animated shows or I was watching sports okay. since I was forever. I don't, I don't think I ever really watched live action. I actually remember people watching it and me hating it, and they would like want to talk about it at school. And I'm like, why don't watch this dumb shit? Not not Fresh Prince, although Fresh Prince, I think like seemed a better version. What people, I can't even remember the shows. Anyways, what were you gonna ask? What are you watching these days? Besides Arsenal Fan TV, Mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. Um. I'm a sucker for 
yeah, like diving into old film archives. It's funny because I was like, I was part of this whole like, oh, we're in the golden Fucking Alex hey, Criterion no, Collection. Yeah, what the kind of. Fuck hey, kind but of guess weird. what? For all the people who love the Criterion Collection, LA Library Card, you can watch five or six Criterion Collection films a month for free with a library card. So go get like your online? library card online, yeah, from anywhere. Yeah. Having so, fun isn't hard when you have a library card. Yeah, no, there's like that's a ton author, of y'all. Hey, so shout of, that's that's PBS. Like, Mark Brown, sponsor the prod. Yo, but look, guys, all right. I was all about the TV revolution and all the shit and all the shows, and it seemed great. The and then I realized it was TV. And, yeah, and then I realized it was a lie. It was a goddamn lie. And here's why. <laughs> When you overload people with content and everything's written to be a page turner, aka like a binge turner, Mm -hmm. so you just like don't stop watching and you can't wait for the next things. By the way, you guys aren't here watching the pod, but both of my friends just turned on their cell phones and started looking. (laughs) As soon as I started going on a rant, as soon as I started going on one of my rants, these motherfuckers (laughs) look at the phone. Don't even want to hear me. This is why we have to have guests here, guys, because you don't want to hear my rants. Anyways, I'll just complete my round on my own, Josh Spice. I don't care. You got that that black mirror. <laughs> I'll be your grill. You got so a real 3D now. friend right so now. Shitty. A 3D um, friend. So they basically make it seem like these shows are good and they're not. That's my point. <laughs> the long and short of it is this. When you watch a show for 14 to 21 hours and you do all this shit and you you mentally can't sort out the fact that it could be a complete waste of time and the show actually could be trash mm. but you keep watching and you're like wow isn't it good and aren't these aren't all these shows good and look at all these platforms yeah yeah it's a it's a lie it's the biggest lie ever and and if they're good they're only good in the very beginning and then their goals is just keep it going as long yeah. as possible or as long as the funding i rarely lives. finish american shows please don't finish them that's and so I, my policy Go ahead. My policy is I watch the first episode of every show because I can see where it's all going to go anyways. And then I don't end up watching. No, nah, the but there's thing. certain shows that like it's not till the. Oh, I guess. Yeah. If you watch till the end, the, the end of that first episode will kind of. Yeah, there's there and there were there are good shows. I'm not saying there's no good shows. I'm just saying the ones you think are good. Probably listener. At least 80% of those are probably bad. And you just can't handle the fact that you spent all that time listening to them, watching them, lo- reading the online posts about what they all mean, that you can handle it. Yeah, Peaky Blinders lost me after the third season. So what lost me is all these streaming yeah. platforms, and I went back to film, which originally I liked, but then I was like, oh, TV, oh, The Wire, oh, Treme, oh. If you find good like, TV shows, Six Feet now, Under, oh, like yeah, yeah, HBO. Yeah, yeah. Give when, a counterpoint. Yo, when, when HBO was just, like, knocking them out, like, one after the yeah, other with yeah. The Sopranos, and they were just, like, making it happen... With that's like, what I mean. Like there, there's when they like, were the a well done TV show will like beat out a well done movie almost every time because you're able to to create more of that relationship with the characters. You know what I think the answer needs to be mini series, something that already says in advance like this is eight episodes and that's gonna be so it. that's what They're I appreciate like about Korean shows, mm. even though they fuck up on a lot of the endings too. There's like twenty four episodes, dude. Yeah, but it's just those. That's it, and, and they say in stuff. advance, yeah, like because yeah. like, I feel like these people are out to deceive right. us. Yeah, and it's working. That's yeah. the only point. It's it's all a business, like, and it could go for like four seasons, and then that fourth season it won't do well. And American, the way American businesses work, it's like you'll ne- you'll actually never see the ending of how how it turns out. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. there's a lot of American shows where like until it keeps my interest, I'll watch it. And I'm like, there's so much fucking content, I don't need to finish you. Yeah. So I, I kind of retreated back to film a little bit. But I, I the, the TV that I do watch, like, a lot of it when it's not, like, for, like, language studying or whatever. There was, like, some crazy show in Argentina 
some Argentine show that my buddy recommended because like I'm, I always try to brush up on the Spanish a little bit. Sometimes I gotta use it. So I use like you know what I mean. I use when I watch TV. It's usually during my lunch break after writing for like four hours in sure, the morning, sure, sure. and I just have that little period. And I usually try to like switch the brain, do some do some other shit. But if it's just for chill purposes, like I haven't honestly had like a good TV show that I was like, yo, this show. Yeah. Like I, I kicking and screaming like, please free me from this hell watch the end of Game of Thrones but that was only because again I had invested all this time before and I You're couldn't not I couldn't Pod not committed, yeah. you know watch it but film wise are, have you guys seen anything lately? have you guys seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? nope for instance? I have I have what do we think about it? they got they fucking dishonored the guy Bruce, Bruce Lee like yeah. that Bruce, the, Bruce, the, Bruce that. Tre- the Bruce treatment was suspect but yeah. Bruce treatment aside what did you think? That was fine. That was fine. And I was like, because I watched um, Glorious Bastards before, and I, Bastards and Pulp Re- Fiction are my two favorite ones. history. Yeah, and like that's it's in the model, right? And I was I had to do some reading up on before, like you know Ted Bundy and all that shit. And it's cool. It's cool to see LA like that. I think as people will live here, you just find in, you know the the, the local spots that they're they're going. Charles to. Manson. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry, not Bunsen Bundy. Yeah, Charles yeah. Manson. And so. Um, Another crazy white boy, but uh, <laughs> crazy white boys. Yeah, it was it was it was it was cool. It was fine. But also, it's like that that part of California is so removed from everything that we've grown to know and love. I feel like you feel that, like the Playboy Mansion. Oh, then the Slim. Like I'm, I'm not really finding uh, Playboy Mansion. I'm not finding really a parallel to my life. But also, maybe that's not what I need movies for. Right. What do you think about it? I want to hear about this. I thought it was a great build, like. Sure. That whole movie is like about the ending. Yeah. Some of you didn't see it, but like, without, for all the people who haven't seen it, without trying to spoil it, there's there's good moments in the buildup, and you'll enjoy, you know, great actors being great actors. But the ending, the last twenty minutes, I don't think I'd laugh that hard. I don't think sure. I, I was like that. Like, I felt like I was being like pummeled with entertainment. Like, I gotcha. felt like it was just a max level of entertainment those last, like, 20 minutes where he's right, rewriting, right. like, what happened to these, you know, these maniacs who, you know, did murder all these people. He's he's now, like, twisting that. Yeah. Until it, it, it's like the crescendo of, like, a really great piece of music or, gotcha. like, a symphony where you're just, like... So for everyone, it was all worth it. It was worth right, the two-hour right. buildup or whatever. For that last, the last the, 20 minutes all. It yeah. was phenomenal. That was, that part of it was just like a master at work so for everyone who says like it was too meandering they didn't like all the driving shots you're like those are necessary for you to get the ending that we got yeah because gotcha. all of it all of it I can see fit, that way for sure know? like and all the things that come into play in those last few scenes were great but, but why you gotta throw Bruce to the side of a no, car no hey I'm, the guy. I'm with that too like it was some it was some suspect treatment and from the from the sound of it he hadn't done his due diligence to research right, what the right, guy right. was really like the way he does for other sure. characters so I think that was like mistake number one right, right? like treat treat all of the parts of your film the same don't just like trope something because right, right, it's right. easy he like read one quote about how he acted on the set once and then just like just use that like, oh this is perfect this is right, convenient right, right, for me right. to like it's like ah. and I think it's it means something it's and this is my my, my Asian American freaking soapbox over here but it's like we just have so few heroes and actors let alone like you know actual legends who've done great shit that like once you once you topple one of them, it's like, who the fuck else do we have in, in our history, in cinema and freaking culture? And so it's uh, like he yeah. didn't take enough, he didn't take enough uh, kind of importance and, and precedent for that. There was so. no nuance yeah, in exactly. that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. What are you um, watching these days, Josh? Um, movies wise, movies wise. Just watched Lion King. 
Ooh, the live action? Yeah, yeah. And is so I think that's... It was fine. I think it's weird because, like, James Earl Jones is still um, Mufasa, but he says things, like, in a different... Like, just different enough where it fucking destroys your childhood. Like, <laughs> the way, like, he would say a line or the way that he would, like, you know, tell Simba something. You're like, oh, man, that's not... That's not how I remember it. Like, that's not... Like, why are you doing this? But it also made, like, a billion dollars. So mm-hmm. I think it's unstoppable at this point. And, like... <laughs> Did it's like the whole it? Disney machine right now. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really watch movies. Mm. So you don't go TV to the TV. movies then either. Mm-hmm. Do you? St- I love going to the movies. I love still. going to the movies, man. Nice. I fall asleep in those theater seats, man. <laughs> Especially the ones that recline, bro. Like <laughs> it's tough to get through the fucking. You know, it's a blessing. It's a blessing you don't fall asleep in your car when you're driving for how long you drive. I know. I do drive a lot. Well, let's 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 switch it up then. Let's. I want to hear more about podcasts, like. Before starting this podcast, Slim was the go-to podcast expert. Yep. Now, I feel like I'm starting to open the door a little bit. I obviously listened to Bob Carlson. Shout out to Bob's podcast. Hey. The, uh, the, the unfictional. There's yeah. a there's an L.A. one that they that KCRW does too. Uh, Uncovering L.A. or whatever right, it is. Right. The, the one that did the LAFC one. So I've like heard some spotty episodes of that. And then I listened to language learning podcasts. Um, How are those? Some are good, some are awful. Yeah. <laughs> like, I finished up the one I really love. Shout out to Learn Japanese Pod, hey. which is really, really good and was, like, super conversational and helpful. But I ran out. The episodes are done. Yeah, yeah. So I'm probably just going to have to listen to those again because I, today, just today, I was trying to listen to some of the other ones that were out there, and they were trash. Real. They were really, really bad. So um, I'll just probably go back to Shadow Loops where you just, like, repeat phrases, which can be helpful. But in terms of podcasts, like... Um, do you guys listen to I mean I know Slim Flagrant 2 I know Slim's got the Joe Budden podcast I know Slim's got a porn star podcast of some sort who's that one um no I don't really listen to like the sex podcast this is too much for me um so you've dipped your toes but never quite committed to like subscribing you never dipped a dick though yeah, there's, there's, there's like certain ones, but there's a uh, Tiger Belly, which is a uh, Bobby Lee's podcast. Um, it's the real or a waste of time with it's the real, uh, which is they'll, they'll have like random hip hop guests on and just do interviews. Uh, Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard. Um, Brilliant Idiots with Charlemagne the God and Andrew Schultz. Did you ever listen to Shots Fired? Mm-hmm. It was Jeff Weiss and No Can Do, you know No Can Do, mm-hmm. f- local freestyle rapper. Yeah. They did a um, shout out to Jeff. He runs Passion of the Weiss, good hip hop site. Passion the, of the Weiss. The, probably the uh, the rap writer you've read the most in the past ten years, at least if you're following LA music. Um, they ran a podcast called Shots Fired for a while that I liked, but I don't think it, they, they release it regularly anymore. Mm. Gotcha. I haven't checked up in a while. So you what guys you were not big sports talk radio people. Like, you're not I was. turning on ESPN. Okay, you were. Okay. But Dave Denholm. Shout out, Dave. I was, but I haven't really listened to sports radio in LA since, like, the, the Max and Marcellus days. Gotcha. How, how long ago was that? It's been years now. Oh, for real? Yeah, because okay. Max, Max is on... What, PTI? No, what's... Uh, no, what's... A, he's on um, the thing with... Uh, yeah. Stephen A. Yeah, I don't know what that's First called. take. First take. Yeah, yeah. There we go. And uh, Marcellus is doing all the ESPN stuff, too. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that, but... Yeah, for some reason, I kind of just stopped with all that. The more I fell in love with LFC, the kind of... More I fell out of love, out of love with the rest of the sports that I, I got you. I got attention you. to. 
like in in the sports talk radio, like in talk radio in the universe in general, like the call-ins are like half the, half the battle, right? And so like, I fucking hate the call-in portions of, of but radio. But it's like, and I don't for someone who doesn't like cringeworthy stuff, like mm-hmm. sometimes it's like enjoyable to hear like the the MC just like destroy people with dumb opinions, like. The, the who's your sports? One. Who's your sports talk? And radio and coach? so in Grumman, New York, it's it's Mike Francesa and Michael K. Francesa is the one who did um, the fan for all these years with Mike and the Mad Dog, and like he was like the ultimate like kind of suave New Yorker motherfucker, like old older head white dude. But like people would call him in like, and they were like in love with this guy, right? Like they're just like, oh Mike, I just want Mike to acknowledge me, and he'll just be like, that's like the dumbest opinion I've ever heard in my life. It's like <laughs> to hang up the phone right now. It's like I want to hang up. The, the the ability for a host to hang up on a call is like, that's a very New York thing too. Yeah, yeah, New yeah. York people are assholes. Oh, they are. They are assholes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, it's it's weird because like now that podcast, everyone has a voice and a platform. Like. Mm. There's not one singular voice that's calling the shots anymore. But back, like, even when, like, not like when I was growing up, like, you don't really have an opinion until Mike Francesa tells you to have an opinion on something. <laughs> like, it's like, and if you don't disagree with that, like, you're wrong completely, and people will give you shit about it. So, it's it's an interesting thing. And now podcasts are it's the same thing, right? It's like it's the formula evolution, but yeah. that stuff is a little. Well, different. now it's just like literally instead of having to listen to like sports radio where they have to talk about all these different topics. Yeah. You can hone in like I instead of all the sports radio, I mostly listen to it for my fantasy shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I listen to like fantasy footballers for my you know, right, for my, right. like sports updates for my. Fantasy. Which, which fan- just yeah. as a side note, I didn't see that coming, man. What's up with the slim in the fantasy game? Is well, this just something you all your boys are doing? So yeah, you yeah. Do you gamble? Like Do you gamble? I I am one of the few Koreans that don't gamble. <laughs> Gotcha. Um, There's but, a lot of the gambling and fantasy people who like love. Both, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I have I have homies who like off like Fanduel and stuff. One like like damn near 30k in one night. You kidding me? Shit. And uh, they from there they started like you know like making spreadsheets on like yeah you know, yeah shit. And I'm just like all right, you guys are too wild. It's fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, these are guys that I've I've been friends with like since middle school that, that we just do do this league together. I'm with it if fantasy keeps people close. I'm all about fantasy keeping people yeah, close. Yeah. But for me, dude, fantasy waters everything down. I can't fucking do it. But you probably don't care that much about the NFL, so it's easier, right? If you did it for MLS, it would it would water down your LAFC loving experience. Yeah, I don't Because when you would lose, my thing is if, you, if LAFC lost, but you had Mason Toy as your striker that week, right, right, right. you're like, oh, things aren't yeah, that lo- bad. You don't feel the impact of your yeah, true yeah. support as much because it's now watered down by I got fantasy. You. No, the I'm thing with a lot of LA people prior to the Chargers and the Rams coming, like the way they fell in love with football was through fantasy. fantasy right? What about we the Raiders, maybe? Raider Nation, let's go represent. You guys fucking suck. We do suck, yeah. but we're still here. No, you suck. We're going to Vegas, actually. No, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't um, But, yeah. We're, we're the, the, the no, I was just bringing up the NFL thing because it was a surprise to me. But, yeah. So you listen, but by listening to the podcast, like the fantasy sports podcast, you lose less to your friends. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. That's the wild thing. That as, as fantasy season approaches, there's a lot of good stories about, like, these fantasy leagues that have been around for like 15 20 years yeah. you know like before any of the yahoo stuff came through like mm-hmm. so it's, a, it's it's it, yours is almost like a practical value and that's the thing about some podcasts it seems like there's almost like the entertainment value ones and there's like the practical yeah 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 like there's a lot of like how to do shit how mm-hmm. to like um yeah i mean there's there's just so many people talking about so many different things mm-hmm. um do you like ever I listen said, to joe rogan yeah is it good so i used to listen to joe rogan like 
all the time, but now it's just dependent on who the guest is. The guest is. Yeah. I had a homie who recommended, I think like the big ones that he recommended, he was like a big podcast head early on, was like Joe Rogan, Mark Marin, and Duncan Trussell. Or one of those hardcore history? No, Dan, that's, that's Dan Carlin. Dan that's Carlin, it. hardcore history. That's that's one that I used to listen to. That's like a four-hour podcast, right, on the topic? Uh, I've, I've had an episode where it was like six hours. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Those are good for long drives. Yeah, long drives are like... The Mongolian hordes. If you're like a man... If you do manual labor or something, sure. you just, you know, want something to listen to. Did you ever... And this is kind of on unrelated or kind of adjacent to it but like have you heard the interview between Wale and Jerry Seinfeld no yeah on the mixtape about nothing yeah mixtape about nothing and like that's the and nothing returns or whatever right, the right. second one was called And but like uh, Complex did like a big big video interview with them and then Wale's like yeah man life's too short and Jerry's, Jerry's just like no man life's too way fucking long man we're just <laughs> bored all the time yeah. we're looking for things to fucking occupy our shit and um we just hope that it just ends sometime soon. Hey, sh- like, hey, shout out to when Wale was actually good, though. Oh, shit. During that, no, I'm not calling during, that show. It's during that, that. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll call that shot all day. When he was working with Mark Ronson, 100 Miles and Running. Album's not bad. 100 Miles and Running mixtape, the mixtape about nothing. Yeah. All that, I, I kind of fucked with. And uh-huh. he had Nike boots, was still my shit. I fucked with Nike boots. Mm-hmm. And then it got really bad really fast. And he's, in my opinion, one of like the worst rappers Jeez. in the game right now. He just thought he was... He didn't know who he was. And yeah. he's like wearing some, some clothes of some rapper. It's the most inauthentic rapper that I can think of in recent memory. You say you, see, you, say you don't like... You don't pay attention to clothes, but like now it's like all about... Clothes are... It's, it's no, logo he's just, jocking. He's it's, it's inauthentic. Hyping, even the way he raps, the things he talks about, the things... The, yeah, how yeah. he... It's just like, what? Is this... No? Okay, nah, this isn't working. Gotcha. This isn't working for me. The persona. But I use this as a segue to talk about what music we're listening to. There Slim, you'll roll by sometimes and you're like, dude, I don't even listen to music anymore. I just listen to podcasts. But since we already covered the podcast, what... I mean, you and I were... Sharing some R&B jams before. Tell the good people of uh, Los Angeles what kind of what kind of what kind of musical notes you hit when you're hitting them. Um, so I'm all over the place. If you've ever ridden in my car, I'll have stints where like nothing but like 88.1, the, like the jazz is playing in my car. I'm with oh, that. For real. I'm with mm-hmm. that. Um, but these days I kind of veered away from hip hop a little, just because it's a little a little too angry and aggressive for me these days. Or a little too sing-songy But so. I feel like that's just you mellowing out, right? That too, it's that now. too uh, So I've been listening to a lot more R&B um, Some, you know, Her is Her amazing. is so good Yo, she's, Her is so good For, for a young woman, she's done been through some shit Because the content she sings about is She gets deep um, But are you fucking with these female rappers at all? I feel like Megan the Stallion will be right up your alley Well these female rappers are coming up these days. Meg, Meg the Stallion, um, fucking uh, Rhapsody. I heard just came out with a new album. Is Cardi too big to talk about now? Because I'm still yeah, amazed. I'm Cardi's, amazed by Cardi's, her Cardi's. Uh, you, do you fuck with Cardi? Do you love listening to her music, Josh, while you're working in the gym? I mean, why not? Press, 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 <laughs> press. Cardi don't need no. Press. Dude, talking about freaking podcasts. I remember when Deezus and Mero were talking about Cardi B when she was on a reality show. When it was like, with the throat axes out, throat yeah, yeah. Cardi, Queen Cardi, and all that shit. And for her to go from that to platinum to platinum she's, to she's platinum. The shit, though. But that, that's the thing. Like, even from back then, people saw that she had some type of star power. Yes. Do you guys um, fuck with Tierra Whack? Wack don't world. know too much about Tierra I heard Young Young Amaze finally coming out with a full album. Oh, for real? Yeah. That's taking what three years? Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, but as far as hip hop, I haven't really been keeping up. Yeah, I love Meg Thee Stallion. Like a girl yeah, yeah. will twerk on you for days listening to some Meg Thee Stallion <laughs> and feel empowered about it. Yeah, um, I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, um, she's on the Maxo Cream album too. Yeah, you man. Maxo Cream, Houston. Houston by way of Nigeria. This is Nigeria era yeah, right now. You're getting way too deep these with the with the music. Like even with <laughs> every every segment. I'm trying had. to keep it. I'm <laughs> trying to keep it light though. I'm trying to keep it light. I'm trying to. There's nothing light, light about the shit you do. Burna boy. Everybody's got to know about Burna Boy. Nobody I know my listeners out there know about Burna Boy, Nigeria. Shout out to my boy Alex Awobi. You might have gotten sold to Everton, but you're still Arsenal through and through. And uh, yeah, we got Maxo Cream. He's also part. I, I just want to go to Nigeria. I just want to go to West Africa really badly right now. <laughs> He's a, this is let's fucking go. Give me, give me the about. deepest cut that you're that you're that you're fucking with right now, because like the, the deepest. Yeah, the, the weirdest. What in terms cut. of what? Depth are we you take it. About? You take it for what it may, man. I don't know. What for, music? I'm trying to keep it on something that people. I'm trying to keep it on something that people. No, 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 no that's a to. pretty deep cut. He's on that's fucking Burna Boy from Nigeria. But it no, sounds kind of popular. So I, I think like it's, I'm, I'm guilty. No, Burna Boy's like it's all over the internet. Well, he's popping, but unless you're in like in it, you're not gonna know about yeah. no Burna Boy. I just heard about him today. You know what you would hate, but I feel like you'd be really good at it. It's like working on like fucking new music. New music uh, discovery for like Apple Music or Spotify. Sure, or any like playlists that, right? and shit. I'm just trying to get you to get your get your band. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put people on. Here's some good some things I've enjoyed recently. Benny the Butcher's album. Mm. Did you guys listen to that? I heard Benny the Butcher's. I haven't listened to it, but I heard it's it. very like I'm just, just East Coast. Like I just like feel like the subway going through my chest when I'm listening to that records. <laughs> you know, just like oh yeah, look at the rats. Those are huge rats. Tell look me how rats. it goes, Benny. He's got a song 18 Willow with Pusha T. It's pretty tight. Um, I really liked the Tyler album. Uh, wasn't like Igor. I'm not gonna bump it for the rest of my life, but uh, yeah, I heard the Tyler. I heard a few songs from there. I heard the Tyler album was pretty. The Schoolboy Q album Crash. Mm-hmm. We got the bag over his head. The song Crash from that album mm-hmm. from Crash Talk is next level. It's like one of those underproduced, yeah, yeah. undermastered songs that just sounds like. Why Schoolboy was covering his face? Show off your, your, your pretty your pretty teeth, schoolboy. Best album of the year for me right now is still the Flying Lotus album, gotcha. which I've already talked about, I'm pretty sure, on this. Flamagramma. Dude. And he has a David Lynch. Okay. You want to talk about films? You fuck with David Lynch? Mahon Drive, Blue Velvet, Twin Peaks. I like David Lynch as an idea, not as a viewing experience. No? For me. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, that's not, I, I thought I was that heady and that, that pretentious, but I'm not. Is it pretentious? It is fucking pretentious. No way! Let me tell you that. It's not popcorn. I feel like, no, I feel film. like if we sat down and watched Mulholland Drive with Slim, who doesn't even like movies, you'd be sure. entertained as fuck. It's not pretentious. What do you mean? I'm hey, you guys can you guys can comment you guys can comment on the podcast if you think David Lynch is pretentious. Yeah, comment below on on our IG. I just think he's entertaining. Uh, um, what else are you listening to? You crazy ass. Bougie. Bougie. Uh, we got I think like non-rap stuff. I mean, I rep- mentioned the Freddie Gibbs and Manlo Bob and I'm sure already, yeah, yeah. but the non-rap stuff. I need a break too. I can't always just be. Rap all day. Taylor McFerrin, who plays keyboards, he does a ton of different stuff. His dad's Bobby McFerrin. Gotcha. Uh, you know Bobby McFerrin? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Is Don't Worry Be Happy. Don't, mm-hmm. don't Worry Be. That's Bobby McFerrin. He came out with this record, and I didn't really like a lot of it, but there's a couple songs on there. There's a song called that Now That You Need Me, which just breaks your heart in all the best ways. Um, 
I just listened to like Saruta, who's like the next one of these next wave of like LA beat scene guys. It's got a song called Orchata on Internet Slaps Volume 2. <laughs> That's a deep cut for you. Orchata by Saruta, Internet Slaps Volume 2. Beautiful. The helicopters are coming to take me away before I tell you guys about all the good stuff. They're gonna beam you up, please. There's a duo, local South LA raised duo called Black Nile, who are two brothers, two jazz musicians that have, sometimes have rappers on some of their tracks. Like I recently got signed to World Galaxy, which is like one of my favorite local rap labels, started by Daddy Kev of Low End Theory, fame. Um, yeah, I mean, I could keep going like this, but I won't. I won't go th that much further. I am going to a couple great concerts this month as we're recording this. Kamasi, Flying Lotus, going to see uh, the great Mulato At Atanske, like the father of Ethiop jazz, in oh, okay. a couple months. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm just dipping in you and out. You can say that name and put any adjective to describe <laughs> that person. I'd be like, yes, let's fucking go. That's all. That's incredible. Oh man! Yeah. All right, let's take one more break. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We didn't even get into Josh's fucking music. No. Yeah, I, you asked me and I no. said one artist and then you went into. I just don't want to know what Josh is listening to. This fucking guy, man. <laughs> Josh, tell me what you're listening. Oh no, this feels sad. No, I, I no, tell I'm us. Not, I'm not worthy here. It's okay, oh, I'm gonna get into a random bag too because he only asked me for one artist and then he went into his rap. <laughs> Selfish prick. This is what I'm really like when there's no guests, y'all. Dweez Takeover 2019. 2019? <laughs> Alright, I'll get into my one think of yours. Um, so what, which one did I uh, say? Yeah, I, mean, I, just, I just skipped it because I already heard about it all earlier. I know, you so said her. Prick. You said her. You said her. <laughs> I said her. Okay, her. Uh, who's so like one? I said, I'm in my R&B bag no, right now. Hey, who's the one that you told me that was rapping in the barbershop we were watching the video about the older heads? Remember? We watched oh, YBN Corday for as far as new artists uh, in hip-hop. Mm -hmm. uh, young Cat. Uh, but you could tell like he's like a hip-hop historian. He comes with a lot of different types of, of feels to it. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you get the old New York boom-bap style. You get more of that scene rap shit. Um... Yeah, so YB and Cordae as far as new rap artists, uh, as far as the R&B bag I've been in lately, it's it's her, uh, a new album by St. John that's spelled S-A-I-N-T-J-H-N. Um, I can't even name a song, just check out the album. Mm -hmm. um, Daniel Caesar. Daniel Caesar's album is... Yeah, his new album is yeah. really good. Um Slaps, the kids say. Thanks to uh, Ray's playlist, wavy shit on Spotify. <laughs> oh, Ray? Ray's got a playlist? Yeah. Um, I, I listen to some Georgia Smith these days. Love me some Georgia Smith. Uh, song with Burna Boy? You know he's got a song with Burna Boy? <laughs> that's, what it, that's how I know Burna Boy. Okay, yeah, 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 come on. Gotcha, Burna gotcha, Boy, gotcha, get gotcha. some. Um, you got to start with the, the, the female R&B to, to get me in there. I forget who else I, I said I can't earlier. wait to play Burner Boy so loud during the break. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So I've just been in my R&B and soul bag yeah. lately. Uh, I'm in the R&B I'm, I'm in the R&B bag too. I I think um, I'm like really into like it's kind of sad boy R&B like kind of like sad love making <laughs> R&B. That's kind of where I'm at all the time. <laughs> tell me, tell me what just, that is. Um, tell me what that is exactly. That, like pink sweats? <laughs> pink sweats is in there for sure. Yeah. Uh, there's a pink sweats too. There's a there's an artist I found on through the, the Euphoria soundtrack which is dope is uh, Kelsey Lou and it's it's called uh, I'm Not in Love. And it's, <laughs> 
fucking sad boy. <laughs> yeah, it's so sad boy. It's so sad boy. Um, I've been really fucking. I always go back to uh, Daniel Caesar. It's great. Um, Division is cool right now. Have you guys uh, watched the YouTube channel Colors? I think it's like the studio out in uh, Berlin where like artists just come in like and they're like they're on like this beautiful colorful backdrop and they just do their song. Mm. So like Daniel Caesar's on there, but I just discover all of my music from there. Mm. Um, so mm. like Jacob Banks, uh, Sinead Harnett. Um, <laughs> And so, like, yeah, just, uh, honestly, Jacob Banks is ridiculous. I don't know if you yeah, No, but, yo, we're at the end of monoculture right now, though, because I feel like you mentioned a ton of artists yeah. we didn't know about. He mentioned a ton of artists we didn't know about, and I mentioned a ton of artists you guys didn't know yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, We're going to, so like, good. increasingly, no one's going to be on the same page. It's yeah. crazy. It's but like it's good, nice but it's good, but yeah, it's good, yeah. because there actually probably is a bunch of the shit you're listening to that I want to listen to. Yeah. Because when someone was playing his earlier, I was, I was fucking with a lot of that. Right. It's fucking, I mean... Sad Boy, Yeah, no, that's the conversation we were having off pod, too, is... Like to try to keep up with new music and just new content in general these days, it's impossible. You can't. It's bottomless. I trust my friends to give me give me what they're listening to I more don't than trust anything my else. Friends <laughs> I trust certain friends. Certain friends. Sure, like, sure, certain sure, friends. Sure, if sure. they say they like something, nah. I actually know right, I guys, shouldn't. Right, I right, any of my high school friends are listening. You guys know who you are. You guys. They're great. As certain friends are great. Pop culture goes. You guys don't know shit, but I still love you. They just they're, put a fantasy football theme song right here. They're, yeah. they're great for like warning. Certain friends are great for warning signs. Like, oh, okay, you like that movie? That's so funny. I'm gonna go ahead and cross that off the list of things. <laughs> you like that movie? Uh, and on that note, we're gonna take our second break. We'll be back with tea time. whatever the fuck we're gonna talk about during tea time. Tea time. Different evening in the backyard, different tea on the docket. I got some of my fancy porcelain out for the boys. Uh, gift from, I think it's from Kyushu, Kyushu Japan, uh, like where a lot of the southern, southern Japan actually imported all the Korean pottery techniques. Most of J- Japanese pottery is actually informed by Korean techniques like back in the day. We're gonna and say of course, informed or stolen. Oh, sto- stolen. Shit. I mean, but like we're talking like 1200s, sure, not sure, like, sure. not like, I don't. I don't know that it was like a war-related stolen. It was more like the same era that. Oh shit! That. Great. Yeah. So this is a. There's one great Korean tea shop on Wilshire and near Wilshire and Western. Is that yeah, old yeah, shop? Yeah. Was that called? You know what I'm uh, talking Hwasunji. about. Yeah, yeah. It's like a few blocks west, um, and they. I tried like Korean tea for the first time there. And it reminded me the most of like this tea, which is like a first flush sencha, like shincha new tea. It's a Japanese tea, but we never drink Japanese tea on the podcast because it's not good for re-steeping. Like you only really get two steeps out of it. Uh, so I'll be able to steep this this time. I made it in a bigger glass pot, which you people can't see. But uh, yeah, Japanese teas I like. I drink a lot of, but it's when you're doing like the sessions, the tea sessions, yeah, it's yeah. Way, way better to have oolongs. Poor tea, um, green teas are a little trickier, even Chinese green teas, but Japanese green teas are kind of like donezo after the second or third steep. Gotcha. I don't know about Korean green teas, but when I went that one day, I think the lady refilled my thing like three or four times, but by, it's kind of same. I think it's probably manufactured similarly, but. Sam, what do you think? It's good. Yeah, I don't know. I, I taste a bunch of weed in my mouth right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're more bitter. Some people like kind of. It's a little bitter at the end. People, when it comes to green tea, I think people are, you're either in like the Japanese, like, which would also like include like the Korean style green teas, 
camp, which is like steamed green teas, or like the Chinese style, which is more like roasted and pan fried green teas. Um, oh, they pan fry that shit? Sometimes. And there's sometimes some of the Japanese teas try that, but it doesn't taste as good. Mm. And a lot of the Chinese will drink it like grandpa style, where just the leaves are in the glass and yeah. like blow it down, which is what I was actually, I was drinking that earlier today, but. I do think Japanese green teas are pretty pretty fire, and if you'd like, if you're a matcha fan, obviously that's a type of green tea, but it's a little different because you're like technically eating it rather than drinking it mm. because it's the crushed up leaves, so you're like yeah. ingesting the full leaf apart from the vine and the stem. But uh, grandpa style, grandpa style is my shit, dude. Yeah. So the long jean, all that. I think I gave you guys some Chinese. I can't believe my shit. Like I learned that. Like I, that's something. That's a fact I will carry for the rest of my life because of this podcast <laughs> and Dewey's right here. So thank yeah. you. I mean, in China they don't call it grandpa style. They just call it drinking tea. But like, I think like in America or outside of China, people started using that term because it's like probably. Probably like first generation immigrants would say, "Grandpa always drinks his tea like that." Yeah, it's grandpa yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. So that's probably how it got born. Dude, so back that. in um, back in Queens in um, Flushing, there's a there's a heavy heavy community of like old old fresh out the boat Chinese people, mm-hmm. and then they're just out. Um, they they come out at like five in the morning mm-hmm. and just do tai chi at the park. Yep, and it's just like. Everywhere, dude. But it's like a, it's a fact of life, man. So shout out Grandpa style. Hey, speaking of uh, films and things we've watched, though, The Farewell. Yeah, beautiful. Did you see it? Beautiful. I loved it. I loved it. Did shout you hear out about Lulu it? It's a uh, what's her name? Aquafina. Aquafina. Oh, I did hear about it. Yeah, yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah, dude. Incredible. That movie was that movie was spectacular. It's awesome. Super simple in a way. Yeah. Like it's very the scope is narrow. If you've not seen The Farewell, I would highly recommend seeing that. Oh, yeah. That was, like, one of the best films I've seen in the last, like, two or three years. It showed a lot of restraint, but also it, it delved a lot into uh, the complexity of what it is to be East and West at the same time. Mm-hmm. I just actually read a, read a review, an article on it, called Crazy Sad Asians, and was talking about um, how a lot of Asian, Asian-American films have to present this, again, the model minority type, where it's, like... They come to America and are almost, and the line was, they have to be even almost more American than like the racist white people who think they're not American for you to be validated in this country. And um, the farewell is a job where it's like, Hakofina and Roll is um, actively dealing with my life in America is not as good as it would have been in China. And that's like if I had stayed in China and because she's not close to where their family the values are different even though she's american and and thought a lot of the times like her her blood and 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 her ancestry is in china and so she misses that and um they don't make the farewell is really good about not taking just a pro america america's side on this but it's like the complexity of being you know chinese but also a person of color in this country where it's not necessarily the the, the, the kind of gamut that you sign up for, right? I think for people who aren't going to see it, we can probably, like, spill out spell out what the premise is. It's basically, you know, uh, the, the main character's grandmother's going to die, um, but the grandma doesn't know that she's sick. Right. And among the family, they decide not to tell her. Which like, is a common practice in kind of Eastern Asian countries and cultures, right? And so she goes back for a visit under the under the guise of going to like a cousin's wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fake, uh, like a sham wedding. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's basically like a sham or a, or a rushed. I couldn't. I guess they really are getting married, but it's like a rushed, it's right, a rushed right, right. wedding. Like it's happening more so so that all the family can come see the grandma. Yeah, yeah. But the the main character is really connected with the grandma, and she's like battling over. I thought that was so. That was like 
I don't know. The whole thing battling things, over not telling her. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> like and but she's it, like you said battling over her like the eastern and western sensibilities. Right. Right. Like, right. You can see the parts of her like American self that want to tell the grandma. Yeah. But it's like in the process of being there, she sort of finds and doesn't find like that. Yeah, like in yeah, some yeah. ways, it's like I don't think it's like ruining the movie f- to say like it's not like she comes to some like perfect conclusion about no, the no, whole no. thing. But the journey of her like trying to say is yeah it's just like a, she comes to like a real life fucking conclusion which is like this is just gonna happen the way it's gonna happen and I have to let it pass and there's no like what I also loved about it there's no boy there's no like love interest on the side there's no like some. there's nothing else obscures this main plot like yeah, yeah. nothing else gets in the way of like her pursuit of her career is like a very like fringe thing in it, and right, like right. It, there's nothing else like the boss is calling, and you gotta like, it's not like a maximal movie in that right, sense. Right. It's like, it the scope is really narrow around this one incident, and you can really because of that, it's like the emotions hit way harder for me. Exactly, and yeah. like, I don't think like I'm not, I I've never dealt with trying to like, you know, sort out those sensibilities or anything myself, and I'm not from an immigrant family, but it was impossible not to feel. Oh, for sure. Like, the struggles, you know, and and to like try to wrap your head around just the scale on which so many different people who move from not just this country to any to another country, but from any like drastically different culture to another one, and try to grapple with like the facts of like the choice that sometimes they didn't even make or their parents made, and they have to like negotiate the distance between those things. So, yeah. I mean, as well, I really recommend. Sam watch it because it's important yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? to yeah. our freaking people and our in our community. Know, yeah, watch that shit. Support, watch movies, support the man. homies. Where do you where do you watch it? It actually was in theaters. Oh, it was. Yeah. 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 Um, but on that note, to talk about, another, I went and saw it alone by myself. It was great. Oh yeah, dude, I would have watched. I'm, I would have watched it alone too. Um, to talk about another Asian Asian influenced uh, cinema. Detective Pikachu. Uh, I watched that shit on the plane. So okay, what is Detective Pikachu? Okay, it's a Pokemon Company movie. Uh, okay. It's, you know, and it's like, it's Ryan Reynolds' voice for Pikachu. Okay. And he's a detective. He's trying to solve a murder case. Uh-huh. But this shit gets freaking dark, man. There's like, the villain is like, the villain's um, motive is like gene splicing between humans and Pokemon and like com- combining them two. I'm like, what the f- This is really, really like a dark matter, dude. And I'm just like, Whoa. oh my God. This is like... Not fun for me. <laughs> I was like, oh, what a fun universe you live in. It's Pokemon and people living together just like the video games. Like, right, so no, I, we're talking about so, this. Well, <laughs> what other movie options were there that you decided to watch? Okay, so I watched the Elton John uh, okay. movie, which was pretty good. Mm. I watched uh, half of um, Avengers Endgame. And then I, I finished Pokemon Detective Pikachu, which I was like, really looking forward to. So <laughs> it just it just it did not it did not. This was on the way back from New York. This was yeah on the way back from New York from the wedding, and um, this did not sit sit well with me. It was it was kind of kind of unsettling disturbing. and disturbing. Yeah, it's well, probably how you feel about uh, uh, Ben's children's book. <laughs> oh my god! I still don't have it. Yo, Ben, yeah, ben hey, give keep, me your I children's keep book. To bring it. I, Please I have give me it, Ben. Um, Mo Monster. Go well, you're that. about to get on another plane, and you're going to go to the Boot Nation. You're so good. You're so the good. nation of Italy. Yeah. Such a good segue. Hey, tell me about how this came to be. I'm, I just recently found out that you're taking this European vacation. Yeah. What's going on? How okay. did this come up? Okay, okay, okay. So, I see my parents, like, maybe three, four times a year, and so we've been trying to do, like, a trip together as, like, a, like a halfway porn or a different thing where we I don't have to go back to, to Jersey and, and uh, see them. But um, 
there there must have been something in the Korean newspaper, the Korean show, because all the Asian older older ladies just like got this idea that I need to go to Italy. Like I need to go to Italy. Like it's one of the places I need to go before you know before I get too too old to travel. And so like we had this plan, and then um, like two years ago, my mom got sick and we couldn't go. And finally, she's well enough. So mm-hmm. thank God. Um, but we are going to the whole Lee family. Um, my little sister and I, and parents are going to. Um, to Rome and then Positano, Amalfi Coast. I've been learning some stuff, um, and we're going to check out Europe for the first time as a, as a as a people. So <laughs> it's it's going to be wild, man. So I don't is know. this okay? What other family vacations has the Lee family taken? Bro, I don't know if y'all know the Poconos, but it's like a very humble retreat in like Pennsylvania somewhere. Like okay. we don't go too far. Okay. Like we went to Disney World once and we're like, we came back and the house was snowed in and it just was like yeah. not not a good vibe <laughs> for any of us. I um I yeah. Yeah, so is this the first international Lee family vacation? Pretty much. We went to Cancun, but Cancun, you just kind of stay within doors and yeah. resort stuff, right? But yeah, this is going to be our, our biggest family trip. Wow. My sister makes a lot more money than me, so she's, she's, <laughs> she's paying for a lot of this. Hell yeah. yeah shout out, little sis. Shout out, little sis. Um, but we're going to Rome, and I'm, I'm trying to find a, a statue of Toti to, to bring back home. I'm trying to find some uh, some. Are some you going to get to go to a game? No, I miss, I miss a Roma game by... F- three hours so oh, that's, that's fun to know um, so <laughs> Rome we're gonna do like the touristy touristy stuff that we all have Vatican City we're gonna mm-hmm. do um, the Colosseum I'm like a really kind of weird like uh, Greek and Roman mythology buff oh. like that's kind of a thing so um, that's why I took Latin for seven years are stupidly. you gonna br- brush up on your Aeneid before you go over there I might, I might be reading a little, a little Homer you know <laughs> a little Iliad a little Odyssey you know Okay. but um I'm I'm excited. I've never really been to a country I really don't know the language at all. So these guys next to me have been telling me that it's just the effort makes a difference. So I'll be using. Oh man, I forgot all the Italian I've been learning. But um, yeah. Well, you gotta learn a little bit. Gorlami. What? So we got your we got mom and dad. We got little sis. What are the dynamics we're going to be dealing with here? Is, is, is little sis going to be like wanting to go to the museums and mom's going to have to like go to the food? Like, what do you expect? What What do you look forward to yeah, about yeah. this journey? Man, we're gonna be fighting, dude. It's just gonna be. I I almost tell my. Who sister, runs the show? My sister. Yeah. She runs the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and what's her? What's the show that she wants to run? Um, honestly, she she's got a good head on her shoulders. She she wants family time and stuff, but she wants to see a lot of stuff. Okay. She's like, let's make packed it agenda. Time. Yeah, packed agenda. Okay. I'm there to eat most okay. of the time, you know, and I. That's kind are of you why a, I travel. Are you at the caboose? In the situation, are you like drifting in the back? Like, are you are you like taking your time? No, no. Out of the what, but my role in my family is I, I try to lead and I fail miserably, and then my sister and my dad take take my place. <laughs> <laughs> and so they, they they give me the they give me the, the nice courtesy to try and figure so out. You're the early downs back. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm excited. Um, I'm just excited to hang out with my family. And then at the end of it, um, they're going back to New York. They got a direct flight from Rome, but. Because LA is so damn far from Europe, um, I got a, I picked a layover in England, and I have 18 hours wow. at Heathrow. So that's enough to fit three, four meals and just walk. I'm gonna check in my bag and just walk and do stuff. So I'm looking. So you're going into London. You're yeah. going into the city. I'm gonna go into London and just like see stuff. Is there a game there that day? Um, I'm not sure about that actually. You should yeah. look at like third division, like I'm just down, go. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Preston, Luton Town, there. Luton Town out here, <laughs> AFC Wimbledon out here. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But um, I have no idea what the hell the geography of London is. I just know that you're gonna get on the tube. Yeah, I'm excited for the tube, man. <laughs> I'll be awesome. like, oh, the rats are smaller here, and they have they have British accents. I mean, well, but um, yeah, I'm 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 hyped for. Wow, that's that's yeah, that's I'm great, hyped, dude. That, yeah, so that, you're gonna have you know what. 
Get a few pints in you. Yeah. Wander around. You might find the love of your dreams. You might never come the back to the love of your dreams. You might never you come back Nando? to the FC FCFC yeah. FC pod. No, I'll always, I'll always be with you, like Mufasa's spirit. <laughs> Shut up. Sorry, it's really fresh in my mind. <laughs> Wait, have you taken a like a big family trip like this before? Like what he's about no. to embark on? The last time was probably when I was like, shit. Yeah, we haven't really done many family trips. Would you would you <laughs> embrace it the same way he's embracing his? Yeah. Or would it be like kind of stressful? Um. Well, it's different now because both my sisters have kids. Oh, so man, to try man. to uh, yeah, okay. we can't even do it now, even if we wanted to. But we don't even go out to, for like family dinners anymore. Everything is ordered in. Mm. These little rascals. Which 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 house do you hang out with? In in like your family house with your parents, or like you go to the sisters? And uh, it'll vary. Either yep. my sister's house or my parents' house. Um, yeah, it's we, we can't travel anymore. These little monsters. <laughs> and, and your trip's like what seven days total? Like nine days? Nine days. Yeah, yeah. Nice, yeah. It has to be more than a week to be worth it. Man, I'm I'm pretty hyped, dude. What about you, Dweez? Any family trips? Man, I've had family trips, and let me tell you what. When awesome? Papa Dweez made us bring the golf clubs to Ireland, when we did the family journey to Ireland to yeah. discover our roots, <laughs> uh, it was whack. <laughs> because we had to pile in all these golf clubs and I don't even want to golf but it was just like the default thing that you have to do when you go to Ireland and he was you know he was futzing with the golf so we had to drive like all the way from Dublin to like Liz Dune Varna with all these fucking golf clubs like, <laughs> fall, like the driver like hitting your face when you're trying to get the like a few winks to sleep in because you're yeah, so yeah. damn jet lagged um that was like the big we took the big family vacation to to Ireland and that was the big the only big one that ever happened with us five um then my mom my brother and some of my cousins the next closest thing we did was the Brazil they came down to Brazil for the World Cup oh that's next level dude yeah so that was pretty that was pretty but that one and that one wasn't as much of a was a as much of a cluster but the dude we went to and when we went to Ireland that time which was the first time I was in Ireland it wasn't the time where I had that weird discovery of like my ancient oh, ancestor yeah, it was yeah. a different time um what'd you say was on his nose or something he had like it just he had like the equivalent of like an eyebrow like <laughs> on top of his nose like on the bridge of his nose it was just like I don't know that you could grow hair there and if you did I didn't know you could grow it in like thick Bursts. Yeah, I grew one hair actually on my nose. Oh, yeah, it was kind of crazy, dude. I thought it was a blackhead, uh, so I tried to like squeeze it out, mm-hmm. and then I like just like pinched it, and it came out, and it was a hair. <laughs> yeah, see, but that's to me that's like a normal nose situation. <laughs> what this guy had Is going it? on was like a yeah, was like a chia out. pet, but on his nose. Nasty. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, but no, we had to drive all over this city called Lisdune Varna. This is an interesting football story, actually, um, which is, for whatever reason, and I have no idea how they picked this, it was part of something called Homelink back in the day where you, like, swap your house with someone else's house. Sick. I think they made a movie based on that once where, like, some, you know, you're in London and this person's in California and they swap houses and, like, you don't, you know, it's free because yeah, you yeah. just switch houses. So you might get, like, a sweet deal out of it. But whatever, the house we were in was in, like, Lisdune Varna. 
so weird. And it was the singles capital of Ireland. And we didn't know <laughs> that, like, that was the thing. Yeah, and yeah, the festival yeah. wasn't there while we were there, but, like, everything advertised over this small village was just, like, how it's the singles. Love hotels like, and like, like that. Yeah, like, come here for this, like, singles festival. And, like, all, like, the pictures that were, were like, promoting it were not the type of singles festival I want to be seeing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I was a single young gentleman at the time, but I was not trying to be there for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long story short, this was... The European Cup final, Champions League final, we ended up watching in that town when Liverpool came back against AC Milan and won 4-3. The one that went to overtime. So there was three, I think it was 3-0 AC Milan at halftime. Mm -hmm. And... Stevie G and Co. led back, and they so so Liverpool, as we're talking in 2019, just won the Champions League this year. But before that, the last one that they had won was that 2000. I think it was 2004, 2005, maybe. Um, and people were watching. so we watched it in this bar in like Liz Dune Varna, and everyone in there supported Liverpool because like so many people in Ireland love Liverpool because it's the closest city to Ireland from like it's. Like, of course, I'm sure there's plenty of people who support other clubs, but I mean, yeah, yeah. Man United because of Roy Keane. Yeah. But it's so close, like, geographically to Ireland that um, a lot of people support Liverpool, and that's what they told me. And I was like, I didn't really want Liverpool. I actually was gunning for AC Milan. Milan. Yeah, we got come back. <coughs> and I was drinking Bacardi Breezers like a Because I was like, oh, what are those dark colorful please, things? Please. I was like, what are those colorful things? I don't know about beer. Because I was just like a shots kid at that point. It's like, take me my shots leave the rest so that was my that was my family oh you know what I did drink I drank like absinthe with my brother on that and we talked about like some old deep Deuce? dark deep dark things I don't know if it was real absinthe I don't know what's real anymore but I was some definitely dark I was definitely a different kind of drunk than I usually was and it was definitely dark dweez and we all like confessed each other's family like stress to oh, each other man. that day I was like you really did that in those days it was just like it all came together in this glass atrium while it was like torrential downpour outside but that was when we went to Dingle like right after Liz June Varnett Dingle that was the name of this like little peninsula <laughs> near the uh, That's so the sick. cliffs of Moore which are these giant cliffs <laughs> Thank you for setting the stage for us, man. I feel like I'm there. So with you. Uh, what I'm saying is, Josh, you can look forward to in Italy. The stress will come to a certain point. Yeah. Someone will probably have drank too much wine or eaten too much pasta. Kind of the same thing. You're going to be either food drunk or actually alcohol drunk. Yeah, Someone's yeah. going to say something, and you know what? It's going to be a bonding moment because I always look back on that fondly. In every vacation, I somehow yell to my sister, "You've ruined everything," and so I'm looking. Forward You're looking to that. forward to that moment. Yeah. When do you predict it's going to be? Um, probably going, taking the bus or train from Rome to the next spot. I see it so clearly in my head. Is all that sorted out already, or are you guys, like, running on the fly? The, the trains and stuff are, are sorted. We're, we've got to figure out, um, hotels are sorted. We've got to figure out tours. we got to book the tours. Damn, fuck. You know what I'm looking forward to, guys? The first FCFC family trip. Actually, we already took the New York one, but we're going to take another one. This time, New York didn't really count. This time we're going abroad. Let's do it. Come with us, FC FC Pod faithful. Come along with us. <laughs> You're invited. And on that note, this has been another episode of the FC FC Pod. This is a different one. We hope you enjoy it. And even if you didn't, we still made you waste your time. <laughs> Have a great week. Job hey. well done. Peace.